Hello, and you're listening to Single Steps, a podcast by Hatch Asia Consulting. Inspired by Lao Tzu's, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. You will be hosted by Amos Tay as he meets new Sunti of Pick Network. Every talent has a story, and each story starts with their single steps. Today, we welcome our very first guest, Mr. Neo Sunti, Chief Executive Officer of Pick Network Private Limited, a wholly owned subsidiary of Infocom Media Development Authority who will share with us his career journey spanning across more than 20 years in the logistics, infocom, and manufacturing industries. Welcome, Sunti. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me, Amos. So, Sunti, I've been following your career progression on LinkedIn. And uh, in fact, over the last few years, I've seen a few career transitions. You have moved on from a private organization where you have spent almost 20 years within the industry and into a government agency. I'm very curious, what made you make that move uh, back then when you took up the offer from IMDA? Well, thanks um, for the question, Amos. Uh, I saw more like an opportunity that was made available to me at that time uh, when uh, I'm with the private sector and been uh, leading a, a team of IT professionals as a, a technology lead uh, across 12 different countries. Uh, it's reached a point where I feel uh, I'm more or less done uh, uh, supporting an enterprise uh, in the logistics sector and I was looking for something else. And the opportunity just came by when the HR director of IMDA called me one day and suggested uh, for me to join them because uh, they are looking for industry domain uh, people who understand both technology as well as uh, supply chain uh, to help their journey in digitalizing uh, the sector. And hence, I decided to give it a try. And, uh, since then, uh, working for Andrea for six or seven years. Right. So from a talent perspective, where uh, you have transited into a government agency, I, I hear a lot of... Uh, similarity when you were in the private sector. Uh, do you feel that that was an advantage for you to transit into the role uh, as quickly and as smoothly uh, versus uh, if it was uh, another industry altogether where uh, your expertise or your knowledge were not uh, tapped on? Certainly, yes. Um, uh, if you look at uh, the role that I uh, was performing in IMDA. I uh, am almost like a transformation agent to help uh, enterprises as well as the sector digitalize and transform. And in that knowledge, uh, in terms of the particular domain, like trade uh, and connectivity is, is important uh, because uh, that's sort of a part of the problem, understanding what the industry wants, understand their challenges, knowing what can be done and what cannot be done. So uh, so that's one part uh, which I think uh, private sector individuals um, bring a lot of value uh, to the public sector uh, because of this understanding. Um, however, uh, working within the public sectors also uh, have a certain set of um, uh, uh, requirements which uh, it's difficult to be found in the private sector. Uh, when I first came on board to IMDA, 
um, the biggest difference I see in terms of uh, the public sector as the private sector is the thinking consideration are rather different. Uh, commercially, a lot of time we focus on uh, reducing costs, increasing profit, or maximizing revenue. Uh, so our commercially mo- motivated is quite straightforward. A lot of time when a government agency try to transform the sector or support the sector or help them digitalize, they have to think in terms of uh, sector-wide that how a program can be designed to benefit the entire sector, the entire ecosystem of the nation. And that is quite difficult because uh, in, in, in the entire ecosystem, when a, a new program is introduced to transform the sector, there's uneven uh, value creation across the ecosystem. Sometimes a uh, certain part of the ecosystem may witness a, a decrease in value, where other part of it will see a significant increase. How could we then design a, a means of reallocating these benefits? such that stakeholders will want to come on board because this is a positive gain rather than a destroy, uh, the destruction of value as an example. So that thinking is very different from the practical thinking. Uh, yes, we understand that uh, we have more stakeholders to consider, hence we have to achieve winning this kind of uh, benefits. But to think from that perspective, like uh, as a nationwide program, as a sector-wide program, a lot of time the private sector don't have the kind of experience. Uh, but once uh, these two parties sort of uh, integrated, then I think the individual can be very effective in delivering that out. Yeah. Right. So uh, when we talk about uh, these skill sets or even competencies, uh, what would be... Um, the organization's uh, values uh, in translation to how you hire talent or how you view talent uh, in the current organization that you're leading? Okay. So, so, so if you look at PIC uh, Network, uh, we're incorporated to manage um, or firstly deploy the nationwide parcel locker infrastructure and then subsequently operating it and serving the uh, sector's needs. Uh, we're almost like a startup, and therefore, uh, the need to be very nimble in um, responding to the um, dynamics of the uh, sector. And the e-commerce sector is a sector that uh, evolves very quickly, hence the need to be able to introduce new ideas, uh, new services, and new way of doing things. To, to continue to be relevant to the industry uh, is one part, and hence I think nimbleness is, is important. Uh, who is really to also be able to um, um, be very creative about uh, how we do things and make things happen? Uh, sometimes it's about leveraging on what you have, sometimes it's about you know uh, partnering with. Uh, uh, partners and make things happen. So being versatile is perhaps another key attribute uh, that is needed, uh, more like a startup. 
Uh, last point is really about boundaryless because it's a small entity that is uh, it's not a very big team, limited resources. So each one of us are uh, take on we, are, we sort of take on a lot more responsibility there and bigger uh, well-established organization. So uh, you'll see that um, maybe my operation teams are also very versatile in terms of technology. Uh, my commercial team uh, need to not just engage the uh, commercial entity that they serve, but also to work with the public in terms of residents, consumers, and so on. The willingness to talk across many different areas, uh, I think, is also important. So I'll summarize the three key attributes nimbleness, uh, versatile, as well as uh, willing to take on a lot more extra responsibility. Of course, being a small organization, we uh, probably don't have the complexity as a large, well-established organization. So, uh, hence, although the scope is wide, uh, usually uh, we are less complicated than that. Yeah. Right. So, with the digitalization economy, I guess our talent journey uh, will always be a work in progress because every time when there is a new technology, um, our talent will have to learn uh, new skills. Um, I think that's also been um, a way where I believe um, there is a certain gap uh, in terms of knowledge and skills. Uh, were there challenges that you faced when you were implementing project and you had to hire, but you could not find the relevant uh, professionals in Singapore? There will always be a mismatch. Uh, Sometimes it's not just whether it's in Singapore or not, but rather um, the opportunity that makes available, but the, the individual may not be ready to take on. Or when a particular individual is looking for something else, he may not find what he wants. So that means natural always exists. Um, yes, we, we do have uh, some issue looking for engineers that understand uh, the electrical environment in terms of how we connect the lockers to the uh, power source, how do we do the wiring, uh, because that requires a lot of understanding in terms of how the building construction is and so forth. So that's something that we face as a gap that we have. Uh, and of course, uh, from a different perspective, um, if you're looking for uh, resources that understand uh, the new technology, whether it's in, in, in the area of uh, uh, more nascent uh, development such as blockchain and AI uh, versus uh, the more established one, which is like, uh, you know, database technology and so forth. So there's always uh, a gap there. Um, my belief is, I think the individual who is willing to learn and willing to experiment and willing to explore uh, the character of the person, the personality, it's a lot more important than the skill that uh, the, the skill match that he has for the particular role or she has for the particular role. Uh, the reason is um, you, you can learn almost anything as long as you're willing to explore and try. Uh, hence, uh, the willingness to learn, the willingness to explore, perhaps is the most important attribute. Even though uh, we may not find the best match and there will never be a best match because even when I joined uh, MTA many years ago, uh, I don't have the public uh, sector experience. 
I need to go through a learning process to understand how to think the entire sector, how to think from a nationwide perspective, how to in terms of the, between what one needs to do versus what the private sector should to be doing and so forth. So, so those are things where we just have to learn because there's, there's no perfect match. So my view is the most important part is really the individual personality and character in terms of his willingness to try out and do new things. Yeah. Do you believe that um, in order uh, to look at the longer-term career perspective, uh, at times you may have to... Um, you may have to uh, sacrifice a, a certain loss uh, within a short period of time so that you can transit into a role, especially in the climate like this right now where uh, we probably see uh, some skills match within uh, the, in the, in the economy. Um, what's your view then for talents uh, who are facing an issue of uh, going to a, a new industry? Yeah, I think that that mental preparedness to sacrifice uh, is important. I mean, it's not just in the current context, but I think it has always been the case. It just it comes in a different form. Um, when you decided to gain an international exposure and you have to travel a lot more, there is sacrifice that you make uh, from a family perspective because you cannot see them all the time. You probably will be traveling three times uh, per month uh, or having conference call every night with an international organization. Uh, that is also a form of sacrifice, uh, which we're quite familiar with because uh, uh, that's what the, the world is like, you know, at that time, if I had to draw an analogy. Uh, to your question specifically in terms of a career switch from one sector to another to a new area that you're not familiar with, you may have to uh, be prepared to, um, you know, uh, sacrifice a little bit and, and learn the rope. Uh, sure, because um, uh, in, in where you come from may not match where you want to be in the new environment and hence people would uh, not consider them as, uh, I mean, it's still relevant, surely, uh, but perhaps not as directly contributing to the new roles. And there may be some expectation that needs to be adjusted in order to venture out again into the new area. Hence, that willingness to sacrifice and to sort of um, uh, take a step back before you launch out to, to where you want to be. I think the preparedness is, is important. And uh, of course, as as a IRL, uh, we try to, as much as possible, take thing into consideration. Uh, not so much we want to suppress uh, the, uh, let's say, the revelation of that uh, individual who is taking a transformation, but rather because uh, as an enterprise, you always would have a budget to work with. You always have uh, how much you uh, will compensate or reward a particular position depending on um, the scope of the work. And there's also certain degree of uh, 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 alignment needed across the organization as well. All these are what enterprise would uh, face in terms of how they needs to uh, uh, design the, the package for for the role that they are hiring. 
and therefore uh, there will always be a, a sort of a mismatch if you're coming from a slightly different sector. But uh, as an individual, when we take on uh, some of this new work area and hopefully the gap is not too big, then uh, we always see that there's a potential for us to grow further in the longer run because some sectors of our firm could be sunsetting and there's lesser of such jobs available and, and hence the need to transfer or to transform or to, to, to try something out different. So, so I think as an individual, that preparedness to to sacrifice a little bit in a different form uh, in, in today's world, in, in this context that we're talking about, uh, is important. Uh, I think it's unavoidable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sunti, for uh, sharing with us your journey. Uh, I hope this will give inspiration and provide insights to any of our listeners uh, to learn, unlearn, and relearn um, from our experts and from our program. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope to invite you back again in the near future. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope this podcast can help in your learning journeys. Check us out on our LinkedIn page, Hatch Asia Consulting. Till next time, keep growing.